I'm Jesse, And I'm Stephanie. We are two Arizona realtors who have built multi-million dollar businesses using only social media. And now we're bringing you our best kept secrets and social strategies to grow your small business online. So grab your coffee and a notebook and let's dive into Socially Modern. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Socially Modern Podcast. I'm Jessie. And I am Stephanie. And we are going super non-scripted for this episode. Non-scripted. This was an impromptu topic. We're literally here recording podcast episodes. And before we even started recording the first one, we were just like talking about today's topic, which is like the employee mindset versus entrepreneur mindset. And we just like started going and we were like, should we be recording this? (laughs) And we said we should. So, (laughs) so now here we are, we literally just came up with this topic right here and we have a few bullet points. So, and that just goes to show you like how, how, you know, what's the word that I'm looking for? Relatable, honestly, relatable that I thought this topic was. Yeah. Really? Sure. It's like, here we are. Totally. Okay. Let's dive in then. Let's dive in. Should we just talk about like the biggest misconception that happens a lot when you first become an entrepreneur? Yes. (sighs) You have to work from eight to five. The eight to five mindset. Oh my gosh. We're going to call that. This is the eight to five mindset. This is our bullet point. Yeah. The eight to five mindset. There are so many times that I'm talking to a new entrepreneur and they're just like, I need to know what to do. I get up early and I go to work like I would normally go to work in an office for a boss. And I don't know what I'm doing. I'm here for, you know, eight hours or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, what do I do? You know? And, And the business mindset is so different, right? Because really, I mean... I'm thinking about my job and or my career and my work all the time. It's mm-hmm. it's always in my mind and I'm probably working weird hours to be honest and sometimes it's just when I'm feeling creative. Yeah. And I'm feeling it and other times it's like ugh, things just aren't flowing that day or that morning and it's just a crap morning and I'm like screw it we're going to get coffee, you yeah. know. And, and I think that too many times new entrepreneurs get hung up in that mindset that like, no, I'm supposed to sit here from eight to five. Yeah. I'm supposed to be productive from eight to five. That's when I've been told that I'm supposed to be productive when I'm supposed to get work done. But in reality, just like you said, I've actually found I'm incredibly productive before eight o'clock. See, you're the opposite of me. I, yeah. Like you are up super late and I am up super early. I am. <laughs> but I love that seven to nine o'clock hour when I, especially on days where like maybe it's a rest day from the gym because I do go to the gym most days, but maybe it's a rest day from the gym and maybe I don't have to go anywhere for the day. So I don't even have to really right. even get ready or get dressed. And I'm up and it's 630 And I'm like, well, might as well get started with work. And so I start working and, you know, until nine o'clock. And then that's when most people are starting to work. But I'm like knocking out my to-do list. And then I'm like, oh, it's nine o'clock. Oh, okay. Time for me to go make myself some breakfast. Yes. And take a break. Yeah. And meanwhile, other people have just started their work day. Yep. Because they're clocking in. They've got that, that 
strict schedule that somebody else has given them. But in our case, you know, I always tell people, I'm like, if you're a morning person, then rock it in the morning. Yeah. Like, good for you. Yeah. I know I'm not a morning person. And for the longest time, like I, my biggest and other people may challenge me on this, but my biggest argument will be that you have to be a morning person to be successful, uh, a successful entrepreneur and make a lot of money and whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I wholeheartedly disagree. Mm -hmm. I am a night person. So come at me, all you early morning people. Yeah. <laughs> no, because really what time do the early morning people go to bed? I'm probably up chugging away. Yeah, no, I'm it, exactly. It's the opposite. Exactly. I'm usually in bed. I usually try to be in bed and going to sleep between nine and 10 every night. And you're probably up until 11 ish or later midnight. One. She's looking at me like, <laughs> <laughs> like, keep going. Keep I going. like to be up at night, though. Um, I find that I'm most creative usually later at night. I'm my calmest usually later at night. Mm -hmm. My phone isn't going off. You also have kids too, my and they're kids in bed. Are asleep. Yeah, my husband is even asleep because <laughs> he has an opposite schedule of me. So yeah. he's usually up between five and six. So yeah. he's tired earlier than I am, and uh, you know it just works out better. Like I'm by myself during those few hours, and I would say that I'm an introverted extrovert, and that's the time that I get my introverted time. Yep nobody's bugging me. That's how I am in the mornings. <laughs> it's like, just let me be. But like the whole point of, of this particular bullet point, I guess, in this conversation is just letting go of the, the my eight to five mindset, because that isn't as an entrepreneur, especially if you're the only person, which most people are solo for the longest time, regardless of what business you are in, you're solo and it's you're just the you. Assistant. You're the, you're the only person. Yeah. You're, you're wearing all the hats. <laughs> you're the marketing person, PR. And not only that, but you're also the brand of your company. And it's like, it's exhausting. So don't kick yourself if you're having a day where you're like, I'm just not, it's not my day today. And that's okay. Especially if it's like, for me, one of the big things is when it's during the week, say it's like a Thursday or something, and maybe I have done the very bare minimum amount of work, which means usually I've cleared my inbox and I've cleared my messages and responded to everybody, but maybe I'm not actively checking off things from my to-do list on like a weekday. And sometimes this can this could maybe even lead us into the next bullet point, but sometimes I'll get to a point where I feel guilty for doing that because... Right. I am thinking, oh, well, it's a Thursday, you know, 10 o'clock on a Thursday morning. I should be, quote, should be working. Mm -hmm. But I'm an entrepreneur. I get to do whatever I want when I want. Right. You schedule your, your everything around what you need to get done and you know what you need to get done. And at the end of the day, that eight to five mindset is just out the door because let's face it, if we really tallied up all of the hours that we're putting into our businesses... It's a lot. It's way more than 40. It's way more than 40 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And in some days, a lot of it may be in your head. You know, you're like thinking about this client, thinking about this prospecting, thinking about this marketing, and you've done a little bit of planning. You know what I mean? But sometimes mm -hmm. it's almost just a lot of mental exhaustion. Yeah. And coming out from that. And that's where the eight to fivers and the entrepreneurs are very different because we think about our businesses 
a lot of the time, if not all of the time. Mm-hmm. And eight to fivers are done at five. Yep. And they go home and they're like, and you can why shut it you? off. Yeah, they shut it off and they're like, why are you still? Why are you stressed out? You know what I mean? Especially yeah. if like you and your spouse are a significant other, or just like in different, very different worlds. Mm-hmm. It can be hard to relate to each other in that season. Uh, I don't mean that it won't ever get better, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? They're like, turn off work. Yeah. And you're, and like, you're like, what well, do you I mean? Can't. I I don't just yeah. turn off work because my work is like a part of who I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big deal. And you and I, Jesse, honestly don't have a whole lot of experience in that because both of our husbands are also entrepreneurs. Yeah. And so I think that we just naturally have obviously gravitated towards that lifestyle. Yeah. And those types of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when my husband and I are, you know, talking about stuff and sometimes I'm having a bad day and I'll call him and he, he knows what to say. Yeah. And he you just know? gets it. He gets it. I don't have to explain it mm-hmm. and he gets it. And so if you don't have, you know what I mean? If you, if that's not your spouse, maybe you have a friend or somebody else who's also an entrepreneur starting out like you are. And that was me when I yeah, first started in real estate. System. Yeah. Find that person, have a person, but get out of that eight to five mindset because a lot of times, especially in real estate, our busiest times are when in the evenings and on the weekends. Yeah. It just, it doesn't serve you, you know, it's, um, you have to let go of that mindset because it's not going to help you. No, you're going to give yourself a lot of burnout. Yeah. If that's the case, because you're going to tell yourself you need to work eight to five and then your clients want to see houses from five to seven and and then on the weekends and you're going to end up working seven days a week, which is pretty typical. But at the same time, you do need breaks and this is If you don't regulate it. You need some breaks. Yeah. Honestly, like, here's the thing. Even when I was working full time, even sometimes then eight to five was too much. Like, like, like too many hours in the day. I'd get my work done in half the time. Right. And and then be sitting there. But because I'm an employee, I was required to be there from eight to five. Isn't that funny? So, so maybe, maybe there's somebody out there that feels that same way. Like, even though you were required to be there for eight hours, maybe you got your work done in half the time. And maybe that's how you are now as an entrepreneur. I feel like I can get a lot of stuff done in a short amount of time. And sometimes I have to catch myself and stop myself from making myself feel guilty because it's like, well, you only worked for X amount of time today. And it's like, well, well, maybe that's just how I am. Maybe that's how Jessie Lockhart is in her real estate business. Maybe she just gets done, gets stuff done way quicker than the typical person. And this just goes into like that whole comparing thing. It's like, not only are we talking about mindsets, but we're here, we're like, oh, but so-and-so looks like they're working all the time, all day. And you know what I mean? They're so time blocked and Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But it's like, just because that person has been successful in one way does not mean that you can not be successful in your own way. Everybody has an opportunity to be successful. Yep. I truly believe this. Mm -hmm. You can come from whatever you want to any background, any lifestyle, not having the money, but it's all going to come down to the same thing. And it's going to come down to your own personal consistency and persistency. And mindset. Is persistency a word? Isn't it? Persistence? (laughs) Persistence. Oh, shit. I'm making up words over (laughs) here, guys. It sounded really good. Consistency. I'm going to have to Google that. 
Listen. See, I told you this is what was going to happen on this podcast. Like, everybody's That's okay. Like, Stephanie makes up her own words. <laughs> I really do. And my husband, it's, it's a longstanding joke between us. That's so funny. Because <laughs> I do. I just make up my own words. But see, I was really passionate about it, clearly. No, that's fine. You were in the moment. You were feeling it, you know. But yeah, I mean, I I totally agree with what you just said. It doesn't matter who you are, where you came from, what type of education you have. You can Anybody can make anything of themselves. And I mean, how many times do we see people in the public arena, celebrities that we look up to or just successful people in our industry and they share their story and they talk about their background and something like that, you know, and how many times have they all come from a very different background, but yet they've all still found success. Like exactly. You don't have to come from a certain place. Never, never. And so with that being said, you work your butt off and this is your your opportunity here. But we're telling you, <laughs> do not feel guilty for taking a break. Yeah. It's okay. Yep. It took me a while to figure this out, actually. I still okay. struggle with it. I'm an Enneagram 3, so I'm an achiever. Yeah. I feel um, validated from achieving things and from success. Yeah. And... Um, it made it really hard for me to be okay to take a break. I mean, still to this day, I struggle, but I, I'll give you a very generic story. It has nothing to do with business even. It's just like who I am. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I was like nine months pregnant. My stomach hurt so bad. And I would be up every night after cooking dinner for the whole family, sweeping and mopping my floors. I swept and mopped my floors every single night. Oh. I'm not kidding you. If it was wow. midnight and my floors weren't done, I would stay up and do my floors. Wow. Because I was so OCD and I was mm -hmm. such an achiever. I had it in my head that like these certain tasks, these things have to be done every single day in order for me to feel good. Yeah. That was what I would tell myself. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I learned, I was like, this is just a story that you tell yourself. You, yep. need to, you need to get over this because you're about to have a bunch of kids running around. Yeah. And this is not going to be sustainable. Yeah. Same goes for your business. Mm -hmm. You cannot work 24 seven like that and push yourself every single day because every single day is going to be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna have things that are thrown at you and you're yeah. going to be like, okay, I'm going to roll with the punches today. I'm not going to get done. Those couple of things that were on my checklist today, Yeah, they can wait until tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And and it's going to be all right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. life will go on. Business will go on. I mean, anybody who's in real estate, I mean, that's that's our background. So that's what we end up pulling from a lot. But anybody who's in real estate knows that one thing, you could have five things catch on fire in one day. And it's like, well, okay, I guess I'm not getting anything else done except for these things. I'm, I'm going to be a firefighter today. You know, but... I yes. struggle even still sometimes because I'm, I still consider myself new in the industry, but even still I struggle with feeling guilty for either taking long lunch breaks, lunch breaks, right? That's like an employee type thing to say like lunch breaks, but, but like I'll sit down, I'll make dinner or I'll make lunch for myself. And then I'll like sit down in front of the couch and turn on Netflix and watch a couple episodes of the office or something. And then I, struggle with feeling guilty for doing that when I could be working and bettering my business and things like that. But at the same time, that's a break for me. 
That's a break. Right. Just because it's not a half hour or an hour lunch break like an employer gives you doesn't mean that it's not valid. And, you know, I used to also feel guilty like when I would go do things in the middle of the day, like, again, it's 10 o'clock on Thursday morning. I should be working, but I'm not. Or even like, and and my justification, I guess, for that is also like, as an entrepreneur, you're working weird hours all the time. All the time. You could be working, you could have absolutely nothing going on for you between eight and five, but then ha- at 6.30, you have all of these things show up. And it's like, okay, so if you were an employee, that would have happened during eight to five. But as an entrepreneur, stuff happens all the time. Right. And you have to jump on it. Right. And like my day varies. So a little background on me for a second is that this year with the pandemic, right, I became a homeschool mom. Yeah. And I have three kids. Mm -hmm. So they're home with me now all the time. And I get questions all the time. It's like, how do you do that and run a successful business? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, what do you mean? My clients want to talk to me in the evenings when they're off work and they want to talk to me on the weekends. Yeah. So I didn't really see a problem with getting up and starting school between 8 and 9 a.m. with my kids and being done by no later than noon. Our longest day is by noon. Yeah. I'm still answering emails, maybe taking a phone call here and there Mm -hmm. in the morning, but I have yet to run across. And I I tested this because I was like, maybe it's going to be a problem. Yeah. But I have not had one client that's like, I want to meet with you at 9 a.m. Maybe other realtors. Yeah. Not a client, though. They're yeah. usually at work. They have their own lives, their own kids, their own people that they're shuffling around. You yep. know what I mean? And so at the end of the day, it's worked out really well. It's like, okay, so I start my work day around 1230. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Officially with like live video calls, phone yeah. calls, not just like, let me check my emails because that's in the first thing in the morning. But, you know, anything that that requires my full, complete attention like that. Mm-hmm. 1230 to what? 6.30, 7.30. And then I, we do the dinner thing with the family, put the kids to bed. And and what do I usually do? (laughs) Stay up. Because I'm a night person. And so I'm over here and I'm like, ooh, I cannot wait. No joke. I get excited. I'm like, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. I grab my laptop. I plug it in. No, I'm the same. I turn on my favorite show and I sit there and I just, I work. Yep. And I love it. Like that's my time. And like that's that's the beauty of being in business for yourself. And this is something I share with my husband too because he sometimes struggles with starting his day later so he can do more things for himself in the morning or you know whatever it might be, altering his schedule. I think he still struggles with that a little bit, but I was telling him you can't like that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur is being able to be in charge of your own schedule. Now, if you have, you know, obligations to supervisors and things like that, if you're kind of in that flexible stage where, yeah, you work for yourself, but you also still kind of report to somebody where you have more of a flexible schedule, like obviously you have obligations you need to uphold. Right. But that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur. And especially as women, we get on ourselves about so much. We need to do all the things, be all the things and stuff like that, that sometimes we forget that we can change our schedule whenever we want as an entrepreneur. If I want to have a late start one day, maybe that's what I do. If I want to take an evening or even a weekend off, to be with my husband, I can do that because I'm in business for myself. Do I maybe need to 
prep a few things, maybe front load a little bit more work before that happens. Yeah. But if I can alter my schedule, then that shouldn't be a problem. You know, I think sometimes we let our schedules control us instead of us controlling our schedules. I agree. And, and just a side note on that, you know what I mean? I hear so many realtors that are like, well, how do you do that with, or, or just people in general in business? It's like, how do you do that with clients? You know what I mean? They're like, you just we do it. want to see, we want to do this at this time, you know? And it's like, well, no, usually they're like, Hey, we want to do this. And it's like, okay, great. I'm available at this time and this time on this day and this day. Yeah. What works best for you? And it's okay to put it your foot down too. You're like, I'm doing my daughter's field trip actually for half the day that day. Yeah. No, you know what I mean? It's like you have your appointments. It's just like time blocking. Mm -hmm. I have time blocked my family time. Mm -hmm. My family time as a real estate agent and probably as most entrepreneurs can a lot of times cut into family time. Yeah. And, and it does, it, it does take over last Mm -hmm. night. I mean, I enjoy my business a lot. Chase and I to a fault Mm -hmm. almost. We love working yeah. He's probably an Enneagram three too. Actually, he's probably, he's, he's something, I don't know. He's got some, some three, <laughs> some three, sorry, babe, you're not a full three. I don't think so. But you know, I just think we will quickly jump to work. Quick. Yeah. It, it's, it's our favorite thing to do. We do love it. Um, so we've had to be more diligent to not let work cut into our life, our family time, mm-hmm. um, mutually. Cause we can have very different schedules. Yeah. He runs a pool business. So he's up very early and has to be out. He has employees that show up early. So like his schedule is very different than mine, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, I could sense he was a little salty not that long ago. And, and he was like, cause we used to get up early together before the yeah. pandemic. And it was like, I have nowhere to go. You know what I mean? I'm doing yeah. everything from home. Why do I have to get up at six in the morning. I can't go work out anymore. Yeah. (laughs) And so anyways, it it sounded really cocky, but it was like, no, I can sleep until eight. Yeah. And I can still make six figures. Yep. So if that's something that you have to tell yourself, then by all means, go and do it and move on with from that. Yeah. You need to let that go. I just have one more note before we move on to our next one on addressing like the client thing. Because this is something I've had to start doing too, where I've gotten so busy is putting my foot down. And honestly, the right type of people will understand. And the people that don't understand are not people I want to be working with. No. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't realize that outside of being a real estate agent, I have a husband and dogs and interests that I like to indulge in. Right. If you can't understand that, then I don't want to be working with you. And just like you said, you set those boundaries. You have the control. You have the ability to set those boundaries. I have certain days where I don't take buyer calls or seller calls. And I have days where I don't show homes. I've taken control of that. I feel like you jumped on that early on, though, in your business because I didn't do that early on. And some people, yeah, I'm sure there's tons of people that didn't. Of dragging myself through the mud and feeling uh, almost angry at myself. It wasn't at anybody else, but it was at myself because I was like, I would, I would come to my three days of a weekend and I'd be like, I worked all week. My kids were gone at school or preschool or babysitters all week. Mm -hmm. 
And then I left them all weekend Mm -hmm. and I was having serious guilt. Yeah. Because I I missed them, Mm -hmm. you know, and I got no time with them and it made me sad. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be sad. Right. I'm not going to be at my best as an entrepreneur if I'm feeling sad. Yep. So I learned I had to make sure that I was filling my cup, right? We hear that a lot, like fill your cup so that you can pour into others. Yeah. And unless you're taking that time to do that, then you're going to find yourself feeling sad, overwhelmed, um, feeling like maybe this isn't the life for you Mm -hmm. um, when really you were the one in control of this the whole time. Yeah. But you just didn't see that. So this is us giving you permission, you, whoever is listening, we are giving you permission to take control of your schedule instead of letting your schedule take control of you. 100. We're leaving it on that note because that was bomb. Boom. <laughs> drop the mic. Not really. <laughs> Except these mics are hanging. These ones are hanging. We can't drop the mic. Dang it. So that leads us to our next step. So we're going to leave this, leave this where it is. If you guys have any questions about that, of course, let us know on how mm-hmm. we can help you with that. Um, but the next topic is that I hear from a lot of entrepreneurs that are like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just feel like I'm free falling. Like I, I'm kind of just floundering here. I'm used to having someone tell me what to do and when to do it and having deadlines by an employer. But now I'm in business for myself and I don't know what I need to be doing. I have to be the boss now. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know what to tell myself what to do. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, end of the day, I'm chasing a paycheck and I'm I don't even know if this is going to be worth it. True story. I struggled with this so hardcore last summer. I'm sure. So in my first few months, this was when I was a brand new real estate agent. Within my first few months, I had just come out of the employee mindset. I was an employee and now I was an entrepreneur and I was really struggling with, well, what do I do? I just need to know what I need to be doing. And that's kind of why... When I talk to new agents, I'm like, figure out how you want to run your business and then run it that way. So for example, to give that some context, for me, it was I wanted to run my business using social media. So that meant, okay, so what does that all entail? Well, that entails coming up with content, showing my face on stories, writing captions, maybe engaging with people, filming videos, like all of that stuff takes a lot of time. And it's something that I have to budget time for, right? So even though to someone else that might not look like work, to me, that's work. And so I had to honestly make that decision for myself and then decide, oh, just because this doesn't look like work to someone else doesn't mean that it's not work to me because it is. Seriously. And that just reminds me of this time. I was a new agent. So very, very similar to you, Jesse. Uh, I was a new agent and I was at a mastermind with a bunch of other realtors and they had been in the business a lot longer than me and seemed to be, you know, so successful. And they yeah. were, you know, they knew it all kind of thing to me at least. And um, I'm sitting there and we're going around in a circle talking about you know, what kind of things we did this week to uh, promote our businesses and get more business and kind of learn from one another, right? And, you know, I was just dreading it getting to me because 
what I was doing didn't really sound like what they were doing. Yeah. And everybody was like, I'm door knocking and I'm open housing and I'm cold calling and I buy leads off Zillow and I created this really cool thing that I'm dropping off at all my past clients' houses and yeah. all of these things. And it was later on and I was in the bathroom and my mentor actually ended up coming in the bathroom at the same time. And, you know, we were talking while we were washing our hands and I was like, oh, I'm just feeling kind of crappy, you know, because I don't really have a thing. I don't feel like I found my thing yet. Yeah. And she was like, what do you mean you haven't found your thing? She's like, I look at you and social media is your thing. She's like, you're over here doing Facebook lives, talking to people on social media, promoting yourself this way. And and I love her for saying that. She was like, this is your thing. Yeah. And I cool. just sat on it and I was like, okay, she is so right. I'm so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I not think of this? But it was just like an aha moment that I was like, you're right. You know what I mean? People spend hours and hours and hours farming hours and hours and hours, open housing, you know, whatever method of marketing it is in your business that's that's common, it could be, it could very well be that social media is a newer way to market yourself, Yeah, at least right now in our time, especially in real estate. You know, it took a while, I think, for real estate to catch up to the yeah. social media trends. And so I really didn't have anybody to look up to when I started in real estate four years ago. Uh, I have a note on on that too, and to your aha moment yes, of please. being like, "Oh, I didn't realize." I think that's because society has perpetuated social media as a negative thing. Very a negative thing, and so people are like, "Well, what are you doing on social media?" And they 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 construe that that is a negative thing. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I made six figures this year only using social media. So it's not a negative thing to me. It's not a negative Do thing. Do I still need to have boundaries and make sure that I'm not just falling into the scrolling thing? Of course 100%. I do. But I think that some people, especially like girls on our team. So our real estate team focuses all on... Social, social media, media marketing. But uh, so girls, if you're listening to this, it sometimes is really easy to to misconstrue writing captions, planning posts, editing videos, etc., being on stories and stuff as work, but it is. And I think that's just because society tells us that being on social media is a waste of time. When in reality, when you're using it correctly and you have boundaries, it can be the best thing for your business. The best thing. And you don't have to have, I mean, this is side noted, but you don't have to have a bunch of followers. I was over True. here with a couple, maybe a thousand to 2000 followers when I first started. Mm -hmm. And I had 900. See, and not <laughs> even. And that's the thing. But we were over here captivating our audience. We really knew our niche and we got to work. Right. And so so yeah. don't focus like, oh, I don't have a big following or, oh, I didn't, you know, I'm not doing it like this other person. Like you really need to put your blinders on and focus on yourself and what you bring to the table and what's different about you because that's what's going to attract your ideal clients. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, though, that was just like mind blowing for that's me. That's a big thing. That's a really cool aha moment for sure. It was. And ever since then, no joke, it was like power, you, you know, lean 100%, into it. this is what I'm doing. And I took courses and I invested. I really mm -hmm. did. I sat there and I was like, what are the best apps? What is everybody else doing? I was following other, 
content producers, Mm -hmm. not just aimlessly, but so that I could see what was going on and what was popular. Unlike TikTok, TikTok like is so great because it puts everything up now that's popular or trending. But in, in Instagram world, it was like, I always feel like, you know, you have to be a part of that circle and figure out yeah. what's cool and who's out there and who's doing it this way or that way. Um, but it's been great because on top of that, I've made a lot of cool friends and I've actually met a lot of local other people that like I'm good friends with now, but I yeah. met them through social media. So, yeah. um, you know, it's just don't, don't feel guilty about it and don't feel guilty for your way of working. If your way of working is working, working for you, then who cares? You focus on you <laughs> like that. And that's the thing too. I say that a lot. That's the thing. That's it's like, the a, thing. that's the thing. It's your thing. But <laughs> <laughs> that is my thing. But really every trendsetter, every breakthrough, you think of big companies, big people, big influences in our world today, they all did things in a way that worked for them and it got them to where they are. That's the reason why they're there because they did things a different way. Right. You know, exactly. So don't be afraid if what you're doing doesn't feel like it's normal. That's okay. If it works for you and you make a, you, you are able to make the income that you want doing what you're doing, who gives a shit? Yep. She was going to say the F word, but she refrained. I, you saw that. I really was. We will try to keep. I felt like I had to. Listen, listen. We might have to bleep you out. Maybe. I cuss. Okay. That's just who I am. I don't like drop the F bomb like on my Instagram stories or anything like that. So there's that, but I do cuss. So I will end up having (laughs) to catch myself a couple of times. Oh, I love it. I love how real you are. So. Anyways, so that is our little tidbit about, you know, some of these things, feeling guilty for taking breaks, no idea of what you're supposed to do. And um, of course, I think that we should follow this up. Like very last topic would be turning off work. Yeah, I have some good tips for this. Okay, so share them. Yeah, I mean, so like we've talked about as as an entrepreneur, you can be working weird hours. Yes, You might have, you know, people texting you super early in the morning or late at night or whatever. Right. And to a degree as a real estate agent, especially I want to make myself available, right. To my clients because stuff happens and whatever. But at the same time, I also, again, going back to boundaries, I have to create boundaries for myself and something that I have done. So I think we talked about this in the last episode, but I'm an Apple person. I have an iPhone, a MacBook, a watch, all of that stuff. One thing that I have done on my iPhone is I have my screen time set up. So at 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., I have certain apps, like pretty much every app except for a handful of ones, like my workout app, my Spotify app, things like that, Right. are turned off. Right. So I can't just scroll Facebook. I can't just open Facebook or Instagram after 8 p.m. I have to do the remind me in one minute or remind me in 15 minutes. And then after those, that one minute or 15 minutes, it'll cut me off again. And sometimes that's a blessing in disguise because sometimes I do catch myself, you know, scrolling TikTok or whatever. And then that 15 minutes is up and I'm like, okay, I need to put this away now. But that's something that's really helped me. And 
So the screen time helps me avoid being on my screens right. between 8 p.m. and 8 a.m. But I also have my do not disturb That's that automatically turns on at 8 p.m. Yes. And goes off. I have it going off at 7 a.m. just a little bit earlier. But I think that's fine, though. That's kind of what I have going on, too, with my do not disturb. I think I have my do not disturb set a little bit later because I'm more of that night owl. Yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, right, you know when your clients are facing a fire. Uh-huh. Typically, especially late at night, I know if there's something that we're doing or working on that's late mm-hmm. and it's not common. So for the most part, yeah, I can turn off. I can be on do not disturb. And that way my phone's not ringing at night. And my clients who are, let's say I've had nurse clients who are working at night and sleeping during the day. Yeah. And so they'll start texting me really late at night, Um, you know, and it's nothing super urgent, but it's stuff that's like, these are the houses that we like, Yeah. you know, and things that I can look at in the morning and usually respond to them, uh, you know. And, and that's just kind of that boundary that you have to set because there for a while it's like, oh, I have to answer every phone call. I have to answer every text right when they text me. I'm afraid of losing clients yeah. because what if I don't text them back in time, you know? And I think we get into that scarcity mindset. Yes. And you really have to check yourself and say, where am I coming from in my mind? Am I in scarcity mindset or am I in a in an abundance mindset? Yep. And I, yeah, you're exactly right. There's very rarely anything that comes through after 8 p.m. at night that needs to be addressed immediately. And, and there's not usually much you can do even that that hour. And night. again, <laughs> most of my clients, when I'm like, hey, sorry, you know, I, I when I tell them that I set my phone up this way, you know, they're understanding. And again, if you're not understanding about that, then I don't want to be working with you. Yes. I totally agree. My clients are actually pretty mindful. I feel like for the most part, because I we've talked about this, we attract our ideal clients. Yep. So um, for a lot of my ideal clients, like I said, it's like wives and moms. So a lot of the times they're actually like hyper-focused on it almost. And yeah. they're so sweet and I love it. But they'll, they'll be like, I know that you have the kids and it's dinner time and it's bath time and I don't want to bug you. So don't text me back. Yeah. I'm just texting you because I'm thinking about this right now. Right. And and I just want to put it out there so that I don't forget. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what I mean? I almost chuckle inside because I'm like, thank goodness I have such amazing clients who respect my time with my kids, my family or whatever, you know, at that sa- on that same hand. It's almost like if you don't respect your boundaries, if they you, don't, if you don't, if, if we don't respect your own time. <laughs> then nobody else is going to do that. No, it goes hand in hand with you teach people how to treat you. Yep. I so agree, especially in real estate, mm -hmm. especially in real estate. If you do not have a clear idea of how you want to be treated, then you're going to have nothing to go off of. And I can go on a tangent here even with that, which was, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm a new agent. Should I take this for this price point? What do you think? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like a really low job. Yeah. And, and it's something that would be almost more work than it's worth. Right. In my mind. Yeah. And, and my answer is always, have you ran the numbers? Yeah. Have you looked at this from a business standpoint? You even told me to do that once because recently, even it was like a couple of months ago in September, I think, because at that point, I was doing a lot of business on the west side of the Phoenix Valley, which is 
an hour plus away from me and it was burning me out hardcore. Mm-hmm. But I was taking the business where I was getting it, which was over there. You and didn't want to let it go. I don't, I absolutely don't regret helping, you know, as many people as I did over in that area and, and things like that. But I had to figure out, okay, what works for me, you know, right. and, and then deciding that, you know what, I'm going to try to manifest more clients over here, you know, and honestly, since then I, have decided to push to refer those clients to someone that's in that area that's more specialized and closer in that area because they can provide them a better service than I could. Right. Even though they came to me, you know, but yeah, it's, it's setting those boundaries and respecting your own time and your own worth. And again, you, like you said, teaching people how to treat you. 100%. And that go, that grows and it changes as your business changes, but it's being able to regularly, you know, every quarter, a lot of businesses, right? Big, huge businesses, mm-hmm. <laughs> enterprises. Yeah. How often do they check themselves? Mm-hmm. At least every quarter. They have to. Yeah. Because they're like, where are we making money and where are we losing money? Where are we losing time? Time is money. Mm-hmm. And that's what we should be thinking of ourselves as is we are a business. Yep. And so if this doesn't make sense financially, then you're never going to go into these appointments or be able to talk to your clients or anything else Mm -hmm. with that strong idea in your head. Yeah. So make sure that you're, you're clear on that vision and you're like, okay, these are my bottom line numbers, Mm -hmm. you know? And again, another tangent, but it's just like, you have a client that comes to you and is like asking for this discount. And it's like, well, let me run the numbers. Yeah. You know, it, it's not a clear yes or no. Yeah. And I've had to go so much as to tell somebody like, I'm sorry, but I can't offer you a 50% discount. <laughs> yeah. And when you put it like that, they're usually like, they're like, oh, oh I didn't realize. 50%, that is pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so just be really clear and make sure that you're turning off work. Everything is reasonable. It makes sense for you. Yeah. And I mean, business. turning off work might be completely turning off your phone. Maybe that works for you. I know I've heard of people on social media that that I follow that work from home and they have a home office And maybe they're, you know, at a certain time they go and they shut that office door. So they, you know, metaphorically, Mm -hmm. you know, metaphorically and physically are leaving the office and they're leaving work behind them. So it really just is figuring out what works for you. For me and Stephanie, it's turning on do not disturb on our phones. And, you know, that's a big one. And controlling my schedule. And controlling our schedules with our clients and Mm -hmm. setting those boundaries and just deciding to take control of your schedule. 100%. I love Love it. it. I think that's a good, a good note to end on. Yes, I agree. This was a fun one. We literally had, we just like went off spur of the moment. Yep. Spur Spur of of the the moment. moment. We were inspired. No, our podcast is not scripted at all, but this was like extra not scripted. (laughs) (laughs) Usually we've got a few bullet bullet points, but we've, we've uh, definitely taken this one just right off the cusp. And so, yeah, you know, hopefully you guys resonated with it. And uh, if you have any other suggestions or comments you'd like to make, definitely throw those out there. And we look forward to uh, having you back next week. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button. Ooh, tongue twister. (laughs) Talking too fast. 
And, uh, you know, we'll talk to you next time. Okay. See you guys. Bye.